ride a ride. We're here with Mame and Mom. Yes. Well, hi, Mom. Where did you ever, ever come from? You're my mom, so I came from you. Yeah, that is true. That's true. This backhanded compliment changed your whole life. Mame out, man. Okay. Well, hi. <laughs> well, we're back. We are back, and you are who? Mame, and you are? Mama, 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 mommy, mom. That's me. Hey, that came out pretty good. You sound like a Looney Tune. I am a Looney Tune right now. I woke <laughs> up late and it was wonderful. I don't get to do that. I actually don't sleep well at night. So when I can mm-hmm. actually sleep, it's like, woohoo, I want to have a party. I know you texted me 1030 instead and I was pretty excited because I was also still asleep. <laughs> oh, good. I had just woke up. Yeah, like, but you probably did something fun last night. No, I actually didn't. Really? Wow. You stayed home. I mean, it was fun. We had dinner. I made some like, actually, I mean, it was kind of a fun night. I I made fun cocktails. What did you make? I made espresso martinis and then I boiled a peach and turned it into like a a peach juice, like a peach compote and put it in. I had fun with it. It sounds good. Yeah. I can't do anything regular. Well, no, no. And then I did some painting. What'd you paint? So our wedding pictures came back. I mean, a while ago, but I I painted the flowers from my bouquet on this wood block. And then I'm going to put a picture of us with the flowers on it. Really? Yeah. That's pretty. Good. I can't wait to see it. Mm-hmm. And Emily has this sign behind her. I love it. On air. I only can see the O N the A. So it must say on air. That's really, really, oh, yep. That's so cool. You look real professional there. That's awesome. Whoop, 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 whoop. Well, it's great to see you because I haven't haven't seen you much. We've both been all over the place running around, working and doing our stuff. So it's nice to be able to see you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be like a pain in the butt, Mom. I miss you. Miss you too. I mean, you've been the busier one than me. I know. I've been all over the place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's been all, it's all been good. Good in the yeah. whole day. Yeah, yeah, so what's been happening? Tell tell the class. Tell the class. Hello at the class. I can't I can't give specific info because you're not supposed to. There's you mm. know this professional stuff. And the actors guild not loud. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna be in the movie. <laughs> so excited. Just an just a background. It's so it's what? Cool. That's cool. Anybody could have no honestly. You're like, oh my god, how'd you get that? Anybody could have. You just have to sign That's up. Not true. And have white hair. Having white hair is great because they like to have people with white hair in the back. I'm serious. That's how I got picked. <laughs> <laughs> but it's and I can't tell the audience what movie, but it's a it is kind of a big deal. It's kind of a big deal. It's kind of a big deal. So and I don't even know when I'm allowed to tell. I'll find out this week because we're shooting this week, so I'll find out more. So, but yeah, hush hush, but exciting. So cool. Ooh. So, so She's cool. an actress. I'm, I'm an official actress. Yeah. Boop, boop. And then I think I have another one next week. I think so. So we'll see. Yeah, it's all Wow. Good. Once you get in the system, I think they get to know you and then they pick you for different things. But but mm-hmm. anyone can honestly. Stop it. Can. No, it's true. It's true. Okay. Well, it's still exciting. It's wicked exciting. Yeah. So all good stuff. And my girl over here is the one who got me rocking and a rolling. You've introduced me to some great people and they show me where to go and how to get going. And that's what we did. So it's awesome. Fun stuff. Very, very exciting. So yay. Yeah. Yeah. So 
you know, you and I have talked so many times about the different roads that we go down and it's funny where they end up leading us and we just never know where you end up. Mm-hmm. You? Oh, absolutely. Completely. And it's so funny. I have cat hairs up my nose and up my eyes. Oh, no, classic. Classic. Anyway, so you just, like I said, you never know where you're going to end up. And I often think about how did I get here? And I went back to college and well, you said you wanted to talk a little bit about that, but I'll, I'll regress in a second. But as an actress, I am using all the different experiences that I've had mm-hmm. in my life and the people that I've been around and, and yep. encountered. And it's like, wow, okay. So this all makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. It all completely makes sense. Absolutely. Absolutely. And the rose, like like you, mm-hmm. I mean, you wouldn't be exactly where you are right now if you didn't decide to, who knows? Well, what yeah, do- I feel like I feel like I've spent so much time doing stand-up or other things. And it does feel like everything is finally coming together with my coding channel and stand-up. And I'll be able to use them together now. I want to speak at Tech Talks and talk about both. And Yes, yes. Talk talk a second about your code name. Code I'm sorry, Code Emily. I want to call you name. Code Emily. <laughs> yeah, I think it's awesome. I really do. Even myself, I have know nothing about math or any of that stuff. And listening to your talks, they, they make sense, Em. It kinda it's it makes it easier and more more accessible and understanding the way that you explain things. Well, yeah, I've always loved teaching, so that's awesome because I can literally put all the things that I love together in one project, which is like teaching, being creative, designing it all. Yeah, I've just been making courses for what I do for work anyways, JavaScript and React, and it's really fun. And then I make little videos that are relatable to other people in tech. It's just just a lot of fun. I feel like I can combine all the stuff. Right now, I mean, when you look up any sort of tutorial to learn this stuff, it's always, it's always men. (laughs) Like, I know that for me, When I was getting into software engineering, it was really intimidating and there weren't a lot of women in it in there. And like, that's one of the biggest things that I want from this is to fix that a little bit. Hopefully other women might see it and be like, oh, okay, I could do that too. Yeah. That's that's very empowering. That's very empowering for women. Yeah. And it's just fun. But who was the first person that told you, hey, maybe you should be an engineer? My dad was in computer engineering. So I feel like that was... It was like, a, it was inspiring. And then also once I found that I liked math in the eighth grade, I was like, oh, this all makes sense because I can never focus on any other classes really like history, English, etc. I didn't do well. And I always fell asleep in those classes because I got really bored because I wasn't into it. <laughs> but then in math class, I was like, oh my God, I love this so much. And then I went to like honors math and AP math. And that's so cool. So and someone, then, yeah. Yeah. So you well, got was that. And then also I was always like fixing all the things in, in the house, like whenever something went wrong, like technology wise too, that also became natural to you. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. But I mean, that's what all it really takes is for someone to kind of plant the seed and then it, mm-hmm. it moves on from there. You know what I mean? Yeah. For women specifically, like, there's a lot of stigma around math and around, I don't know why it doesn't make any sense. There's a whole thing around specifically like men liking math more. I don't really get it, but I think the biggest thing for me is when people understood that that's how I was and didn't didn't like bring me down. I don't think I'm making sense. No, but I mean, yeah, you're making sense. But yeah, and I think what I also really love about teaching is that the biggest reason why someone might not get a topic is when something is kind of over explained. Like when I think the biggest thing to do 
when teaching is to go down to the like the smallest level, like the most basic way to explain it mm-hmm. without all the junk on top, like really going down to the root of the problem and then explaining it from there and then building on that. And what happens is people end up not getting the the building blocks. So if if you miss one building block, you're done, right? If you mm-hmm. that makes sense, right? Yeah, that and then I think a lot of people over explain like they use big words and they make mm-hmm. things complicated kind of both on purpose and just because there's a lot of people that are just incredibly smart. Yeah. That are in the engineering space, which is great, but it's also like if you're really really knowledgeable on a topic and you try and explain it in the way that someone else that already knows about the topic you're only going to be able to explain it to the other person that kind of knows what's going on right and you can't really help someone start from the ground up that way yeah it yeah I'm sure but it, may, it must be hard once you're at a certain place to simplify things you know because you just it's so natural to be at a certain spot once you're once you're there so it's remembering mm-hmm. what it was like before you understood it and to kind of go there. For me, I kind of see that that part as an engineering problem to solve to begin with. Teaching in itself to me and breaking that down into like the smallest piece and explaining it in that way feels like another puzzle to solve in it. And that's probably also why I like it. (laughs) Yeah, that is so cool, Em. And then just kind of taking that, you know, with your code, Emily. And also like I... When I was in college, I know that I learned by, I never really learned in classes. Like I learned later when I looked up a YouTube video that was five minutes and I actually was able to consume the content because it was like simplified and quick without all the junk in the middle. Yeah. But it's like, it's interesting because everyone learns a bit differently. But for me, I think a lot of the videos, they're not catered to people with ADHD, but it's definitely how I learn and therefore maybe easier for me to see in that type of lens of like, kind of quicker videos, but not not quick, but just simple and without the fluff. Yeah, get rid because of the, the fluff, fluff is what makes people tune now, I think. So is that what it is cuz you're listening to, oh my god, I could never be a le- go to a lecture. I could never learn that way. So you just sitting mm-hmm. there listening and listening and how long can you stay? How long can you stay focused? I I, know- I could never I'd be doing my laundry in my head. I'd be, you know, grocery mm-hmm. shopping in my head. I mean, Exactly. I think it's great when people can, though. I mean, that's huge. I wish I wish I could, but I'm yeah. I'm incredibly jealous of people that can that can listen to lectures because they oh. they can be really interesting. And I I find that the only way I can listen to something like that is if I turn it on and I'm doing something else. Like yeah. if I'm like painting or doing yeah. something else that uses yep. my brain, I can yep. listen. Yeah, mm-hmm. it make well. Yeah, I think that's a type of learning, actually. It is, yeah, and it, I mean, a lot of it is ADHD, but it's also our brains aren't. I think even the like neurotypical brain isn't designed to like sit there and listen to a really long lecture. Yeah, you know, and that's really, really, really interesting. Like I have been to some, yeah, and I had like the best professors, and they were just so awesome to listen mm-hmm. to, and you could just, I could just sit there forever and just listen to. Them to them you know that's, that's mm-hmm. gifted and then of course it's a it's a topic you're interested in mm-hmm. right absolutely but it's more narrative and there's a story to it and mm-hmm. it's a plot and a twist and all that stuff but with yeah that, I would think there wouldn't be well I think that's what's interesting and that's kind of what I want to go towards is like when you do stand up for instance you have to engage the people that are listening for however long you're up there because if you lose them 
you lose the audience, people start talking and then it's a whole mess. And it's why I really want to go into public speaking and do this type of thing, or maybe even lectures. And I think that I could tie those two skills together and really like help people. And that's what I want to do. Yeah, that's exactly it. Well, good. Yeah, and it's pretty cool. It feels like I've like figured that that out. And how lucky are you? You're still very young. You're not even 30 yet and you're figuring this out. That's really cool. You've got a huge, huge future ahead of you. Helping a lot of people. I can see it. I feel that I'm a fortune teller. Ooh, this is my ball. I have I have <laughs> the blue snowball. <laughs> yeah, I can definitely see a future. There's no doubt. Absolutely. For you, when I know that you went back to school when you were a little bit, when after you had us, right? Well, the whole story goes when I graduated high school, I was all ready to go to Emerson College. I got accepted to be an actress. And I decided not to go because I couldn't afford it. So Uh I went to become a hairdresser. So that's what I did for quite a long time. Ended up being a um, makeup artist. So I did Uh a lot of makeup behind the scenes. So yeah, for news stations, different things, presidential candidates coming into the state, I go and do their makeup, stuff like that. So I I was still kind of where I really wanted to be behind behind the camera, but uh, not behind the camera, getting people ready to be behind the camera. So that was that. And actually, right after you were born, I decided that, you know what, I just, I want to go back to school. I just, I wanted to prove to myself that I could do it. I knew I could, but through the years, and especially as a hairdresser, I started to feel really, really, really dumb. Really dumb because I am extremely creative. I know I am. I'm an artist. I know I am. But I like what we were just talking about. It's really hard for me to stay focused, especially in something that you're bored at. So uh-huh. with someone with ADHD, which I'm sure there's tons of people can do this. Tons. But for me, doing a perm, I could like, pull my hair out because it takes so long. You sit there one uh-huh. strand after another and then you curl. Yeah. Oh my God. It drove me crazy. I couldn't stand it, but I did it. Uh-huh. I had to make money. Doing a haircut, I would be focused, but you know, squirrel, somebody walks by in the middle of the haircut. It's like, wait a minute, what was I doing? Holy cow. Blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. I really, I, I really wasn't that great at it. I really wasn't. I actually enjoyed color because there was more of a theory and I, I love color, but that's part of the artist stuff. But no, it oh, being a hairdresser was really, really hard for me. It was really hard for me. And then I felt even more stupid. I always felt dumb. I always uh-huh. felt dumb. And I thought, for sure, there's something wrong with me. I could Good thing I didn't go to Emerson because I couldn't have done it anyway because I'm not smart enough. So my friend, she's been on here couple times, Maura, she talked me into going back to school. And it was right after you were born, I decided I really wanted to be a psychotherapist. Don't even know where that came in, but I find, I've always found human behavior interesting. So went back and that was really hard for me to go back as an adult after so many years of not being in school. So that was really rough. So I did undergrad, undergrad took forever. I finished undergrad. How old were you? You were probably, it probably took me about eight years to do undergrad because I just picked apart, you know, I just picked apart here and there, here and there, here and there. And then after I got a divorce to your dad, I finished undergrad and I was working in this job that I hated. Oh my God. Oh my God. I hated it. It It's selling hearing aids to old people. I love the old people, but I just, oh, didn't like the job. So I was I did that for six years, but while I was doing that, 
confidentially, I was going, I started going to graduate school because I wasn't supposed to go to school while I was doing this job. Part of it because I was worked whenever they needed you to or whatever. So went back. Allegedly, you went. Allegedly. So I went back on the weekends. I drove two and a half hours each way to go. The the way the um, program was, you go two weekends a month. So I would drive two and a half hours in the morning to get there, be in class for eight hours, and then I'd drive two and a half hours back home, take care of you guys, and then I would do it again. Sometimes it worked out. Sometimes you guys were with your dad on the weekend, depends on how it all worked out. But some weekends- Sometimes I went with you though. Sometimes you went with me too. That's mm-hmm. true. So, but it, it it was a long journey going to graduate school. It was a long journey. And I met some of my closest friends, which was great, still- to this day, they're like my right-hand people. Learned a lot and worked in the profession for quite a while. And I loved it, but it just got, I don't know, just I always have this little fire inside of me. I just can't, I don't know, just always want to feed that fire. And it just, I don't know, I got burnt out. Mm-hmm. And I decided not to do that anymore. And then I retired and here I am. Now I'm an aspiring artist. So that's that. That's my story. So is that enough of a story? It's not that exciting, really. I think it's exciting. Yeah. It wasn't that I don't think it's not exciting. Well, you know what though? What I loved mean? I loved college. I loved it because it was so exciting. Because I was especially graduate school. Undergrad, mm-hmm. they make you take whatever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I had a my undergrad is in criminal justice slash human services. So most of the classes were cool, but not like graduate school because graduate school you really focus on that one area and the Mm -hmm. area was psychology so almost every class I had was interesting and I had some of the best professors and every class I could just like eat the book you know what I mean it was so interesting tons and tons of writing and all that stuff but yeah I, I, I loved I loved the school I loved the different subjects that you had to learn people are interesting people are interesting yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But now I'm using all of that stuff, human behavior, and using that as a canvas, as an artist, as a background artist. <laughs> but oh, nobody, stop it. My head in the background. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. Yeah. I mean. I think that's my mother's head back there. Hmm. <laughs> once you make it, once you make it, you can write into Emerson College and have them give you an honorary degree. Hey. Hey. Yeah, why not? <laughs> So, I mean, that's my story. It's not all that exciting, but it's been Stop my journey. It. It's, not, it's not not exciting. Actually, it is cool. It's cool. It's been a journey. It's been a, journey. It's been a really great journey. I can't complain. Really I mean, it's cool. really cool, especially because what you initially wanted to do, you've gone full circle and you're doing it now. Completely, 100%. It's weird. It's amazing. I guess it's meant to be. Yeah, yeah. I think that I, what you said about how you went back and got all of that life experience first. I think that that is really helpful because I mean, think about it when you're acting now, you know, like you actually know the emotions that might be in a script, right? Like, Oh, feel this emotion when you're 19 or something, you might not even know what that's like yet. Well, one of the things that they ask you when you, you know, you get on a casting agency, they'll ask you all your different jobs that you've had. I'm like, okay, I had this one and this one and I worked there and I did this. Mm-hmm. And they thought that was really cool because you do bring, because of all the different experiences, like you said, you do bring it into your acting. So mm-hmm. that's pretty cool. But yeah, yeah. meant to be, I guess. So yeah. yeah. It's exciting. Exciting. Yeah. So we're both doing our stuff, both doing what we want to do. So that's really cool. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. So what's going on now with our podcast? I know both you and I are out straight. We both have, oh my gosh, we've got so much going on. So we want to start changing up. Yeah. Well, we appreciate everyone so much that's been listening every Monday. We love all of you so much, but we've decided to start doing once a month episodes for the time being. Who knows? Maybe we'll switch back in a few months. I don't know yet. So it'll be every first Monday of the month. So there'll be this episode, which airs on July 10th, but then the next episode after this will be August 7th. So the first Monday of next month. August 7th? Yep, that'll be our next episode. Okay, so people know that. Actually, also, I'm going to ask people if there's any subjects that you want us to talk about. I really appreciate you letting us know because, I mean, we can talk about anything. And the, one of the beauties of the profession that I was in for a long time, I, I have a lot of contacts. I know a lot of people that could come on and talk about different subjects if we do have questions, you know, mental health questions or whatever. You've got a lot of comedians or people that you know from even engineering or whatever. We could have more people come on. But I'm I'm really curious to hear what our listeners would like us to talk about. So please, if you have any ideas or something that you want from us, let us know because we'd be more than happy to help you out. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, we do have an email as well. It's called mameandmom at gmail.com if you want to reach out to us too there or on our Instagram or wherever. 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 We're there. We're there. We are there in lights. And, you know, she's on air right now. I really like that. I'm going to get one of those. It's <laughs> pretty sweet. Uh, we got it for like when I have work meetings so that, <laughs> so that he knows that I'm in a meeting. <laughs> Working that's from home, cute. that's interesting. That's that's hilarious, yeah. actually. Mm-hmm. That's yep. really funny. It's awesome. Yep. Uh, hey, talk about our sponsor. Our sponsor, New Hampshire Made Moms. It's my sister's company. She makes all handmade apparel in New Hampshire. And she can put anything on a piece of clothing that you want. Anything you can think of. And I have to tell um, everyone when, I don't even know when this happened. I think when Brittany was a teenager. She went on my phone and she changed her name to Brittany the Favorite. <laughs> I've been there ever since. Every time my phone rings from her, it's Brittany the favorite. I'm like, who? Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my gosh! One other thing too that I wanted to say. Yeah. I know I texted you about this. I don't know if you watched it yet, but did you watch the movie Otherhood on Netflix? I did not. Okay, you I need to watch it. And everyone that listens to this, if you hear this, you should watch it. It's so funny. It's called Otherhood, and it's about these three moms that their sons are all like adults, but they they didn't come visit them on Mother's Day, and they haven't for a long time. And their sons live in New York City, and then the moms live like in New York State, so like a couple hour drive. So they decide to go to New York City and crash their sons' lives for a week to just like come bother them because they. Haven't visited them in forever. Love it. Love it. And yeah, I think you'd like it a lot. Hey, I'll be by today. (laughs) (laughs) You should watch it. Cute. I want to watch it. I'll probably watch it tonight. Mm -hmm. I probably will. I probably will. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I hope everyone has a great day. We'll see you August 7th. Enjoy. Love ya. Yeah. And now also I feel like having this be monthly, we'll be able to put even better content out. So look forward to that. And yeah, have a great day. We love you. Love Love you, mom. Love you, Em. Hey, this is Emily from Mame and Mom. Thanks for listening to our podcast. It comes out every Monday. Music by Faradaziz of Wiki Games. Sponsored by New Hampshire Made Moms. Write in listener questions to mameandmom at gmail.com. Us or probably one of our dogs will respond with feedback. Mame out.